the Zeitgeist features four different personalities who provide their spin on what's being talked about right now in today's culture. Their conversations include current news, celebrity culture, politics, and more. The moderator starts and ends each discussion. The comedian holds nothing back. The wild card keeps you on your toes. And the analyst breaks it all down into easy-to-understand points. Welcome to the Zeitgeist. Episode 26. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Zeitgeist. This is Brandy, your moderator. Yes, I do. <laughs> I got some sleep, but well, not much, but more than normal. Um, mm-hmm. And and yeah, I got some energetic. Brandy is back. Um, going to take a different approach this week because last week I got a I got a little bit of a request from uh, the wild card, so I'm gonna switch things up a little bit. Um, <laughs> I'm here today with Chris, the wild card. Oh, hey, there you go. <laughs> hey, look, I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I have nothing, you know, I have no trolling comments to make. All I can say, folks, is how you doing? Wow, no, see, he goes first and then he turns into a different person. <laughs> I, I wasn't ready. Normally, you know, when you all are going through your introductions, <laughs> I can come up with something, you know, to say, but... I'll try to get wild as we go. <laughs> cool. We got Chauncey, the analyst. How's it going, everybody? And Ayana, the comedian, is back in one so, piece. Is this what happens when I when I don't show up for a while? I get bumped to the end of the introductions? Like, <laughs> right. I'm like, what happened? What happened? Well, well, I, <laughs> I, I filed a, um, a <laughs> complaint. Yes. That I was always last. Yes. So and, now, and even I, though I didn't know it would be reshuffled, that someone was actually listening, here we are. Beauty before brains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's cool. Well, you know, all right. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I said it right then. Brains before beauty. I don't know if I said it right then. Like, this is, I take it back. Whatever. <laughs> but if you have a girlish quality that lasts a lifetime, then it doesn't matter. Ah. Oh, Lady oh. Eloise makes her way into the discussion today. Very good. Ah. <laughs> I thought that was a Judge Judy quote, but okay. Keeps the skin tight. <laughs> oh, goodness. You thought that was a Judge Judy quote? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something Judge Judy Justice. Quote. Right, yeah, the Supreme Court <laughs> justice don't make comments like that. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> cool guys. Well, let's hop into the sizzle. The sizzle. All right. So last week the Grammy Awards came on and our good friend Taylor Swift called out our good friend Kanye West. So if you are not aware, I believe about seven years ago during the MTV Music Awards, um, Kanye West so eloquently interrupted Taylor Swift's, um, what is called, award acceptance speech and and, and shared that he thought Beyonce should have won. This incident. Yeah, that was during the whole single ladies thing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, single ladies. That's crazy. It was seven years ago. But, Mm -hmm. um, you know, this kind of boosted. 
uh, Taylor Swift's career. And um, and and last last week at the Grammys, um, you know, she kind of took a dig at, at at Kanye for a new song, a new lyric in a song that he wrote. Yeah, um, yeah, it's all a buzz. Well, first are we going to say so, what the lyric is? I mean, well, edited version of the lyric. Well, here's here, but yeah, now look. <laughs> I'm just saying they might not know yeah, what the lyric but was. But here, but there's a problem even with that lyric. So because Kanye <laughs> is in the midst of releasing the Life of Pablo, his new album, yes, and that has its own thing going because it's its own little it was, universe. That's right because it was originally. Um, supposed to be available by now to download but it's not and you can stream it on title but he keeps changing it so wait, wait, the, he changed demo- what, the album the mm-hmm. album the album oh because i know he released it then he took it back right right so because you it for 20 bucks mm-hmm. that's right so you some people paid the 20 dollars to get the downloads it some people couldn't even get the download mm-hmm. the people who could the last song was just a repeat of the previous song and then uh, they took it away, so we don't know when it'll be available. They say in a week or so, the final album will be available. But you can stream it on Tidal, um, and it, he keeps changing it. He keeps tweeting about it. He even said he's going to fix waves. I mean, so who knows? Who knows who's going to be on it in the final version? Who knows whether there will be a, a final version? But uh, the lyric about Taylor Swift... Um, quote, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex. Why? I made that bleep famous. Um, but supposedly that was changed. I mean, it's still offensive. Changed to what? I don't know. I don't feel like looking it up. So, you know, because (laughs) the thing is, there's a demo version of the song on the life of Pablo that some Reddit user posted and started all of this. But then when Kanye actually released it to stream, it was a different lyric. Regardless, um, Taylor Swift uh, wants to, you know, her whole speech was about uh, empowering women and how, you know, essentially she didn't need Kanye's help. And some people were saying, yeah, she was famous before him. That's true, but she wasn't this famous. She wasn't famous before You have to acknowledge that. Yeah. Sorry, she was not. Um, also, like I've been saying now for the third time on this show, none of this is real. I, look, I'm not crying for Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, is, is Kanye empowering women? No, he's not. Okay? No, he's not. Um, but he's trolling us all. And all we're talking about is Kanye. That is, that is what he wants. I mean, over 500,000 people have illegally downloaded The Life of Pablo. And it's not even a real album. We don't even know what it is. So, so when you say it's not real, like, do you think that Kanye and Taylor are like having tea and like talking? I don't know. I don't know. Now, Kanye claims that he told Taylor about it and she uh, okayed it. And I think in one of the songs, he put that in there. It's like all of this crazy. No, not not one. Not that one. That was about the Wade thing with um, Meek Mill. Not Meek Mill. Who's that other fool? The KK. Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. So he he put yeah he put the the permission for that in the album. But for Taylor Swift, he claims that he let her know. I don't know. I don't care. Um, it doesn't matter to me. You want to wild card? Um, 
here's the thing. I, I, I try not to get into what someone's really thinking because I don't know. So here's what I'll do. I'll look at it from the effect. The effect of this helps both of them. And I think this goes to um, the analyst saying it's not real. This helps Taylor Swift anytime he goes at her and villainizes himself attacking her. This helps her all the way back to what we discussed. Yes, she's in a position she is now because of him. Not saying she didn't have some level of fame prior to how you want to define fame, but she was famous within a certain demographic. Now she's a pop star, maybe the pop star. Right. Okay, so whenever he attacks her, it's good for her. And she knows that. So... What, whether, what the intentions are don't really matter here. I think that's what the analyst kind of what you're saying when you say it's not real. That's what you mean. Yeah, like really. I mean, if we want to get into women's issues, this is not the one. That's another thing. I'm yeah. tired of. It's easy to jump on this stuff and instead of talking about real issues. Exactly. Okay. And lastly, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, lastly, I know this is going to be unpopular, but I'm not a 13 year old little girl, and Taylor Swift is not good at what she does. As far as musically, as far as success concerned, so in my opinion, let me put that in. So whatever he says about her, I just really don't. It, the it Swifties doesn't move the needle for me. The Swifties, they're gonna come. Yeah, they cover everyone. They're just like those, you know, Bernie Sanders people and all these you you know, internet they're called, people. They're called the Swifties. The Swifties. Yeah. Oh, that's her fan base. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, has they are serious. Don't, they are very don't, serious. Don't because you know she has helped them with their uh, bullying and, and etc. Uh, yeah. Well, they, I wonder did they come for Tori Kelly, who was oh, nominated geez. for Best New Artist, and she won <laughs> Taylor Swift's uh, uh, speech at all. It's hilarious. Yeah, everyone, you can. I mean, you can find this anywhere. USA Today has a great um, compilation of all of these things. Uh, in an article, but go ahead, Ayana. You have the oh, last yeah. word. No, I, I was wondering. Like, I saw that. Who did you say was who won the who was the nominee that you just referenced? Tori Kelly. Tori Kelly. Was that picture actually real that I saw, or was was she really annoyed? That was the face she that, had. That's what they captured during the speech. <laughs> that's all we can vouch for. Now she tweeted that she enjoyed every moment of the Grammys, but she didn't tweet <laughs> anything about that face. <laughs> okay. Well, I I didn't I didn't know, realize that Rihanna I mean Taylor Swift had her own fan base. Oh yeah, and she's actually a very like when we're talking about fan management, like Taylor Swift is she's at the top of yes. fan management. Like she does a really good job of managing her fans. Oh yeah, yeah they, she, she now look as a businesswoman. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a different animal. She's oh, top yeah. and her yes. team, what they are doing and have done is is. Beyond what have they stuff. done? I'm so out of the loop. What have, oh, what have she had a whole thing where she went outside of iTunes right a while ago to release an album. She has a, a, a myriad of things. Yeah, she got off a Spotify. These holiday things where she like takes yes. fans to like a couple of fans to like go meet during the holidays. Well, because her fans think that she's real. Like that. That's yes. what <laughs> she's done. That's so good. They yes. believe. They believe that they know her. Mm-hmm. Like they could contact her because she reaches back to them personally. So yeah, it's a brilliant marketing. Um, yes. And and you know she knows what she's doing. Let me make I that distinction. That's kind of what I mean. Okay, when I say artist-wise and musically, I ain't with it. But on the flip side, that's why I said what Kanye does whenever he attacks her, it helps her, and she knows that. Hmm. What's next? That's my point. Yeah, guys. All right, all right so good job, Taylor. Keep 
keep up the good management work. Um, so let's head on into the that was just, that was you just threw so much shade, Brandy. Just so been coming for all of shade. <laughs> so much shade. Listen, I also think, um, she has an amazing um, formula for writing. That's that's another thing I heard that she is brilliant at fig- like figuring out songs that are catchy and right. that, that, that hit. So I mean, listen, she's a top-notch pop star. She's great. Yeah. Next, right. I'm like, I'm, Come on, come on. I think Ellen made her famous, actually. That's fine. <laughs> you know, it's a series of steps. And you also have to be able to capitalize. Okay, yeah, so. That is I'm going to name my fans. I don't know what I'm going to call them. And I don't know who these fans are, but look. You're going to find out. Don't worry. We can, you know, we can, look, we can get rid of the screen. and Next! 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 My goodness, next! You got more aggressive. God, let's head over into politics. <laughs> politics. We got some of the, the, what is it, the Nevada Republican Caucus and the South Carolina Democratic primary. Um, poll predictions are out. Um, you know, everybody pretty much thinks that uh, Hillary's going to just sweep, sweep South Carolina. I think leaving Bernie with about 1%. Um, and and the the, that's likelihood of winning. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's the likelihood of her winning. Yeah, so, that? yeah. And um, and I think that I think Trump is the the polls uh, what do you call it? Likelihood of winning for the Nevada caucus, and yeah, that's the deal right now. Well, okay, let's set this up a, a little more here. <laughs> Today. <laughs> Today. Uh, we're recording on the 20th, so this is when uh, the Nevada Democratic Caucus is going to happen and the South Carolina Republican primary. So this hasn't finished yet. We can't comment on it being finished, but we did predict what would happen last week. Uh, we can revisit that right now. So let's just update them. Uh, Wildcard, you said that Trump would win the South Carolina Republican primary today that Cruz would come in second, and you predicted that Hillary would win the Nevada Democratic Caucus. Are you sticking with those predictions? Yes. Now, just be careful, everybody, because Rubio has a shot at number two Yes. in South Carolina, and the Bernie-Hillary thing in Nevada, yeah. it's a caucus, and you know, I love how they talk about how the polls have tightened. The polls in Nevada are Basically, you shouldn't even look at them. Yeah, they're worthless. Yeah, no one knows how to poll. Uh, It's going to be, it's a caucus state, so Bernie already has an automatic advantage. But we'll see whether uh, Hillary's machine can withstand that. So we're predicting that it will. But is it going to be a blowout in either direction? I doubt it. I mean, who knows? Nobody knows about Nevada. Uh, South Carolina, though... Uh, you know, for second, not only Cruz Rubio, uh, some people are saying maybe Jeb, some people are saying maybe Kasich. Um, we'll see. So that's recapping that. Now, on Tuesday will be the Republican caucus in Nevada. And on next Saturday, the 27th, will be the South Carolina Democratic primary, where, where right now Hillary is way ahead in the polls. Um, and yes, 538 predicts that she has a 99% chance or greater than 99% chance of winning. But that doesn't mean she's going to get 99% of the vote. Absolutely not. Um, so, wildcard, here you go again. You're our resident predictor. 
who do you think will win on Tuesday for the Republicans in Nevada? And who do you think will win on the 27th for the Democrats in South Carolina? Okay, um, Democratic side's easy to me of Hillary Clinton in South Carolina. And that a big part of that is I think half of the Democratic vote in South Carolina is black. Yes. yes. Uh, so. She recently got uh, the endorsement of uh, Representative Jim Clyburn, who some call the black, the black vote in South Carolina, uh, among other endorsements. You know, Morgan Freeman endorsed her last night. <laughs> that was I got a kick out of that. that was, I like Morgan. That <laughs> yeah, was funny. Um, so yeah, we don't see that going Bernie's way. The question for Bernie will be how close can he get to Hillary on the twenty seventh. Uh, now for Tuesday's uh, wild card. Who do you predict for the Republicans in Nevada? Man. That's a good question. I'll tell you this. Here we go. You put me on the spot with this one. Every um, time that him and Han, just go ahead. <laughs> all right. I'm no one's go. coming to get you if you're wrong. But see, the the further I go along and the more right I am, the less the you want to be right. Right, it becomes it takes on a life of its own. Okay, so I'm gonna say, do I have to go just who's gonna win? Yeah, who's gonna win? Um, I'm gonna go Trump. Hmm. Now, if you believe the polls, the the couple of them that have been done, <laughs> I mean, just like two, right? Uh, that would be correct. Trump is ahead in the polls, but the caucus see it's uh, the caucus Here's is the thing. Yeah, I, it, this is also again since we're uh, in a basically a primary out. Um, Everybody, what happens? This is called qualifying your prediction. Just that's so right. You- that's right. Because I live in the real world. So, if what happens in South Carolina may influence to a degree what happens in Nevada, that that kind of thing happens. But do you okay. think that's gonna? Because that'll just be three days later. I understand that, but okay. it's still gonna be this, you know, communicated. Okay, then you get this whole "oh, I haven't made up my mind yet" type of person between this before. So I'm gonna go Trump. Um, geez, for some reason, I think Rubio has a shot in Nevada. But does see the question is? But yeah, huh? the question is. He would who, see. Here's the thing. But it who's organized? Like Wait a minute. Who is organized enough in Nevada? And this is, will be the second time they've caucused because 2008 was the first time. Um, and I don't think I don't know in 2012 if the Republicans caucus. Maybe they did. So second or third time for the Republicans. Will will they have the machinery to get their vote out in that caucus state? Right. Uh, Trump. His organization. Trump. I don't know. That's uh-huh. my thing, though. Rubio, I don't know. Cruz does have a good organization, but will he have enough support in Nevada, which is a western state? Yeah, I just don't. Trump is the only one that's exempt from the ground game. Yeah, um, and he almost, you know, he did well in Iowa, even though he lost with with right. a poor ground game. He doesn't have his ground game as his mouth. <laughs> um, so you're saying Trump's going to win? We got, got that Trump. on Tuesday, and yeah. you're saying Hillary? Who's coming in second for the Republicans? Oh man, no, you're putting the pressure on me. I, you know, I'm gonna go out on the limb and say Rubio. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
We'll see. When we I, I, here's the thing about it. I, I look at Rubio as a candidate, and I think he should do well there. It's kind of that thing going on. I don't, you know, that's, again, logic creeping in from my standpoint. You know how that goes. Well, he does have more and more establishment support. Right. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we're we're going to, when we come back next week, we're going to see where the wild card stands. We have his predictions. And now I let's... Right. Yeah. I don't want the people to know that I'm being put on the spot with, yeah. with not We already know that. We already know that. With not enough information. We already know it. You made the predictions. You had to live with it. See how they treat me, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> and it's so great because I don't have to predict. All right, what's next? <laughs> Odd news. I'm going to link our, polit- our politics section um, into our odd news section this week. And, and How are you going to do that? Yeah, I'm waiting to see this I'm one. Going to give a, <laughs> I'm going to give a quote from our good um, old President Bush. President Bush. Which one? George W. Bush. Okay. Bush 43. <laughs> I think I know this one. <laughs> he's not Junior, by the way, but he's Bush 43. I like calling him Junior. Junior kind of fix him. It does fit him. Yeah, yeah, it does. I feel like somebody did call him Junior at one point. (laughs) You know, because the father is Herbert Walker, the middle name, Mm -hmm. and he's just the W, not the H. So is this also a quote from J. Cole's song? Too many OBGYNs aren't able to practice their love with women all across the country. Oh. Um, you guys yeah. remember our good uh, president. Now, Bush wait, before you that. get into that, though, I have mm-hmm. a question mm-hmm. for, for you and Ayana. Mm-hmm. Do your OBGYNs, do they practice their love with you? Do you feel the love when you go in there? <laughs> The love. What do you consider that? Let me yeah, tell you. One was loving me too much. One was loving me too much. I was not prepared for um, this one doctor I had. He he did he practiced rectal, um, and he didn't tell me about that. My previous doctor didn't do rectal exams, and you know. Whoa! Wait! Oh, it was. Yeah, we're off the rails. We're off the rails. You got me about my OBGYN. What do you think I'm going for that? So you're saying if they if they examine your rectum that pra- they're practicing their love? No, I'm saying that's oh. not. You don't want somebody before you do that. I don't know. I, I I don't. I Brandy, I don't know about you, but like I I have I've only had one good, um, one that I'm just like I would refer a friend to. Mm-hmm. And that was the love. You felt the love. Um, he was quick and his fingers are small. So I mean. Yeah, and see my thing. I mean, my guy. I have two. I have a midwife and I have a um. A midwife. I have a midwife. I have a both. I like. I like the idea of having a midwife too. In case of what? <laughs> you know, they just have different. They have different. A different approach. A different philosophy to like. You know, managing down there. Does she? Um, does she actually do an exam on you? Like, yeah, uh, she does an exam too. And it's funny. I like I like the OBGYN the males exam a little better, even though it's a little annoying because like they like to talk, you know, like, hey, what's going on? Like, you know, how's everything going? While they're, while they're practicing. While they like, you know, got this stuff uh, yeah. <laughs> just like, you know, all up scraping you. It's very weird. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I've I've had I've had one, um and I and I would recommend my the midwife. Those are the two. So 
Chauncey, do we feel the love? Like, the, if you guys have ever had that exam, there's no real, there's no love in it. I mean, you want it to be quick. You just want it to be done. Yeah, it's it's I, my whole day is ruined when right. I have to go do that. It, no, maybe maybe the love the comes afterward. Maybe the love is after the exam if they hold you. They leave the room, take their gloves off, and tell you to put your bottoms on. Okay, they all right, in. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all yes. asked. All right, what what about, what is the exact <laughs> news? I'm sorry, I didn't ask the question. You go down the road. You know we going to take it there. So, um, <laughs> this kid. I need a shower. <laughs> we do too after that exam. <laughs> yes. You need a day. Uh, you need like okay. A day. I didn't, that was an invitation for you to keep talking. <laughs> well, you started it. <laughs> oh guys, the reason we 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 brought this topic up um, was because in our odd news section today, we are going to talk about this kid. Um, you know, named Doctor Love. Doctor Love is what he was going by. Doctor Love um, Robinson, an eighteen-year-old kid from West Palm, um, Florida. Beach, West Palm Beach, Florida, um, was arrested last week for practicing medicine without a license. I mean, I don't know if you guys heard, but this is the same kid that also um, was kicked out of or found, you know, wearing a um, a doctor's jacket at St. Mary's Medical Center um, a year ago um, or so, and, and and no one knows like where he came from. But he claims, you know, he was interning. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, this kid has patience and, and everything. I mean, it's, it's a very odd story. I mean, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Well, look, look um, the, the ABC News affiliate in Pennsylvania has a post about this. Um, yes, when he was 17, he was caught in a pregnant woman's room, as you said, Brandy. Um, he was dressed in a St. Mary's lab coat and was wearing a stethoscope and face mask. He was roaming the halls and entering patients' rooms. Um, he said his family would vouch for him. They did not. Um, now he's he opened his own practice, his private practice at 18. He is he saw some old Doogie Howser MD episodes. Yes, and was, and was like, I'm gonna do that. But Doogie Howser actually went through school. Um, <laughs> now he does not claim and Doogie Howser um, was not real. I don't know if you you forgot to mention that part too. That's true. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's real for me, though. Okay. Uh, now, Love Robinson does not. Love Robinson does not claim to be a medical doctor. He claims to be a naturopath, a naturopathic doctor. And in Florida, they are not licensed, so I can go to Florida and call myself a naturopath. Um, and even that designation is fraught with challenges. Uh, Brandy, don't say nothing. I know you love them. I love them, and I'm I'm looking at a program out and um yeah, and be careful. Be careful. Are they like the equivalent of being like a life coach? No, it's not. That is not. So yes, listen. Yes, they are I, medical I, life coaches. No, they are not. Listen, I'm listening now, and I, and I know this because I have been interested in this path myself. Um, not just for services, but to actually become an MD. Now listen. Until like three years ago, in order to become an ND, which is a, a naturopathic doctor that is recognized in the United States, you would have to literally go to like an India or a China and study, you know, one of those traditional medicines and then get one of the medical associations to appeal to them and get them 
to kind of accept you and you get some certificate but you there was not there wasn't a real you know indie is, is relatively new but now in the united states there are five accredited indie programs that you have to like go through just like a doctorate program it is real it is a it is accredited an emerging market say it again accredited by whom I'll, let me pull up the, uh, you can talk. Don't bother, because I'll tell you, they're accredited by other NDs. So, look, like I said, you have to be careful when it comes yes, to these people. Don't, just don't I, I'm not saying random. that no ND is good and that none of them have been through vigorous training. I'm just saying you've got to be careful when it comes to them, because some of them do shady stuff, and you can look it up, That's and true. this is documented. I'm not, so and I'm, I'm just saying, I'm saying don't, don't, don't throw all of them away. I didn't. Now, uh, what I'd like to do is pull in the wild card because I'm really interested in his thoughts on uh, Doogie House and Malachi Love Robinson uh, and what he's doing. Now, now here's the question, wild card. Would you go to a naturopath who is 18 and is a prodigy? Because obviously that's what he's claiming to be. No. I barely want to go to the regular, the MDs. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, you, look, I need an internist. Forget just a regular MD. Listen, I don't want to go to any of them. Okay, now for this dude, there has to be some utility for the guy just cool under pressure. Like, I'm thinking maybe a spy or something. He has to be... I mean, for him to walk in St. Mary's and throw a lab coat on, this is like movie stuff here. Yeah, I, I, I like the kid's story. Well, it's, well he has well, a medical condition. I yeah. think... Well, of course! His family claims that he's not taking his meds, so... Well, that would make sense. We got but, for him. Listen, this guy is special. Now, how we want to define special is another thing. But you got, I got to look at the guy. I couldn't, well, obviously, I couldn't walk into a, a, a hospital and play this part. And then it's part of practice. Does that mean he had his own office space or he had, yes. he had to go yes, through? Yes, he had a whole office. This man started a business now. I think it's the great. grounds on which the business stands is another <laughs> question, but he started it. Yeah, it opened in January. It was called the New Birth Life Medical Center. Who gave him a loan? I don't what know how. You were so right about that. I'm like, I haven't even yeah, thought about this is what I'm thinking about. Why have y'all not thought through all of the questions well, that come with this story? It may have gotten a, he may have gotten a lease. You understand, like, Florida isn't that hard. It might, he might not own the property. He just might be leasing it. So maybe from his pra his previous practice, he was doing ND on the side. He was saving up money, and he was able to pay for the lease. I don't no. want to hear anybody talk about how hard it is to start a business with this dude in, Flo in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't well, hear anybody it, talk it, about it. He's easier. a black teenager. Listen, it's <laughs> easier to start teenager. a business when you're willing to lie about anything. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's not give too much credit. Let's, you know, we're going to have to balance this a bit. But, um, look, I, one more thing I'll also ask. How were the patients paying? I was thinking about that too. I don't, and I'm like, because maybe, I mean, listen, for all we know, he signed up with um with an insurance company. All you gotta do is fill out a form, right? And if you're an MD, and the insurance, and they're fi he's probably filing claims, and that's how yep. he's paying his rent. I mean, listen, I know exactly what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's crazy. So, this is it. the basis for me saying there has to be some something we can do, this guy can do for his country. Because yeah, it's remarkable in some way. 
Yeah, he's like he's like the catch me if you can do. Like he's 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 probably gonna end up being yes. on one of those teams at some point. Brandy, can you get one of his patients on the show? That would be great. I want to have That would be so cool. That's what you're talking about. Can you can you, if you can arrange that? They probably have a couple cool questions. Even come on. They probably say that he had the best bedside manner ever. They Doctor do. Malachi loved Robinson. Loved him <laughs> whenever he touched me. <laughs> got the name for it. Health and science. As always, they're going to go back to this this food and how poorly they are treating us in this industry. So I don't know if you guys heard, but last week there was a report that came out about that 300,000 pounds of rat meat that was um, sent out for chicken. I'm just serious. I'm just they are vegetarian, so we would not have encountered said rat meat. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> okay. well, what? That's not- this is in the world. I've eaten meat before in my life. But uh, I learned my lesson. <laughs> So 300 pounds got got um you know got in. So we don't know if some of those buffalo wings that you guys had for Super Bowl if that was a you know not quite chicken. Well, I think those are you can see what that is. Yeah, I mean, listen, I have a picture. If you guys are interested, I can share it with you of a person of the rat meat. Of the rat meat. Somebody recently purchased something from a um in Philly over the weekend. Somebody that I know personally got some chicken and broccoli and if you you see the picture of that chicken it is not chicken it's seasoned like chicken wait 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 wait, 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 wait. this is somebody you know yes somebody this i'm telling you this was a real like three hundred thousand pounds of rat meat is this um, person gonna sue if you i mean i would I, 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 she, she was very disturbed of course did know. she bite it at all please tell me she didn't bite it she picked it up and saw like that little tail hanging down and she was she like she did yeah, not see a tail i'm gonna send you guys the picture Jayden, chop the no, tail don't send me the picture <laughs> I have to see. I have to see. I'm gonna stop that. Oh, I have After to this show, but it's there. You guys, the picture. It's nuts. And and I, you know, I think you know, it's that Chinese store must have got some of that meat. Um, so like the tail. Yeah, it was the little. It was the yeah. I was you have to it. cut the tail off. The Chinese people, they just throw it and they season it up and then they just they chop it in the wok. Whatever. Don't, whatever. Don't people. indict all Chinese people. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Years ago, going way beyond borderline. Speaking, guys, I'm just saying, your local Chinese joint <laughs> for safety issues, it is best that you only get the vegetables and the rice. And you know what that is. If you want to get some meat from them, do not. And I highly advise this you. Borderline racism. That is deep fried. You do not know what they are deep frying. I have a friend that used to work at a Chinese store. He told me specifically, and this is when I was still eating meat. If you ever get something deep fried, tell them you want the white meat. That means they have to physically make it to order because the stuff that they cut up and batter in advance, you don't know what you get. But if you ask for the white meat, this is for people that are still going to take their chances at the Chinese store. If you want something deep fried or any type of meat, get get the white meat. They have to make it to order. Just putting it out there. Can I just say one thing? As yeah. far as that goes, I think this is across the board for all food these, these days, especially me. Yes. I don't trust anyone. You can't. Right. So, all my Asian brothers and sisters, if it's not 
specifically them if they are doing it it's at all. Not, it's so just traditionally. I might be talking about the Koreans that run the Chinese stores because those are that's a whole other community. Who knows who's running things? I'm so I'm confused. These people don't pay taxes for the first three years they in here <laughs> in this country. I don't like that. <laughs> No, I just think if we build this country, we should have we should have some type of tax credits too when we open up businesses. That's all I'm saying. Now, can, moderator, can you go back to what we actually supposed to be talking about? <laughs> We're getting all worked up. That's because they messing with our food. You guys know that's a close. That's close to my heart. It is. So mm-hmm. you gonna share I, your love with the farmers and the I am gonna share you this share love. I found I don't know if you guys know, but I'm my goal for twenty sixteen, one of them is to purchase some farmland. And I found somebody with forty acres um that are the that's what's so funny. Yeah, you don't have a mule, I asked them that too because I think <laughs> it was just ironic. Um I'm not gonna buy all forty I can't use all forty acres, but anyway, farmland. So I will be making no, I won't be making love with the farmers. That sounds weird, but Showing love to the farmers community is probably scary. scary. <laughs> yes. Anyway, when are you gonna have time to farm these, these acres? Let's talk offline, but we'll talk. <laughs> we, can go, we can go down the whole line. Well, though. that's a that's a noble pursuit, though. That is a an avenue um, that African Americans, you know, in pie in the sky again. If you could grow your own food. And you're exempt from what we're about to talk about things like that. Yes, and we need the thing is we really do need to be more like connected to to this agriculture and just where our food comes from in general. Like like I know we all on this podcast like we've chosen not to you know not to eat meat, not to eat dairy, right? We, that's that's a choice. But like we also just need to people like if you're gonna eat the stuff, can we at least know where it comes from? Okay, so let's this ties us back into this. So so. I don't know if you guys heard, but there was a um, there's the there's there's a company, uh, I think it was Castle Cheese, um, who found you know it was recently discovered well back in 2002 that they they had mixed in with some wood shavings mixed in with your Parmesan cheese. So you go, you get your spaghetti and meatballs, you get the little you know little <laughs> extra cheese that you want to sprinkle on top to give it a little more you know texture layers of flavor, and you could be eating wood. And, and, and people like do not realize that this is what's happening with food all the time. Like you don't believe it. McDonald's right. they put protein in the French fries. Okay, but, they just found out that Wendy started mixing that beef with horse meat. Like this stuff is happening consistently. Like consistently. Well, the horse meat might be better for you than the beef. I mean, um, but, yeah, but I, if I want 100% beef burger, I don't want 100% beef burger. Well, at least it's an animal and it's not a tree. That's I mean, true. you know, this. this I think I prefer the, the tree over the animal, though. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just saying. Do you I want? I want you to be true. Well, I want you to be honest. Well, the, the 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 wood is used to make the cellulose, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With Subway. They've been saying that about Subway's bread for a while. It's not really Which, supposed to be brown. They're wheat bread, and they actually put that cellulose stuff in there. And it's the cellulose is an anti-clumping agent, correct? So we're talking shredded cheese, right? Right. right. That's why it's grated parmesan. Right. Grated. And this, this is from uh, this is from 2012, not 2002. 2012. That's what. I, yeah, uh, that's what mm-hmm. yeah, with Castle Cheese, but Castle Cheese is the only one. Um, they they did investigate a lot of different Parmesan cheeses 
and found uh, concentrations of the cellulose that was higher than what was claimed. Um, I don't know what to say because I don't eat Parmesan cheese. I used to, but you know, oh well. Well, my thing is this, and this just goes back to this real food. Like, guys, we, we have to take control over what we put into our body. Like, they do Ow. sell blocks of Parmesan cheese. There, there, there are lots of artisan cheese makers out here. We need to start supporting the local Everybody artisan cheese Everybody can't reach an artisan cheese maker. Nor can they um, They have the internet. It. Everybody can go on. People can stand in line and get good. I think they can, they can get an artisan cheese maker. Like, this is my thing. It's, it depends what you want. And... With the with more demand, then you then you have more people. That that I'm sure there's a a cheese maker now, somebody who's passionate about making cheese that just doesn't have enough, you know, of a, a market. But guess what? If there was more demand, that cheese maker will have an opportunity, and then there will be people that could support them. Well, people are uh, people don't care about that. They care about Kanye West and Taylor Swift. There you go. See, it, it's it's. That's too serious for people, and, and I agree with the food thing. I kind of—it's not a lot of joking involved in this, because what's the solution? First of all, these are just the problems we know about. Yes. I mean, it, it's so many things going on in food um, that I think the, the FDA, even if they wanted to investigate, couldn't even get their handle on, couldn't get a handle on all of it. Yeah, they don't have enough employees. Right. It's impossible. This is about human beings. Okay, doing whatever they want and don't care about anything other than money. Yep. Okay, and that is pervasive across everything in our society. And I don't know what to do about it. I really don't. And even if we go to the solution of, you know, grow your own food, I wouldn't even know how to go about doing that or finding time to do it. It's just impossible. It's a system here that funnels your that funnels you into consuming certain things which are limited in scope that's where you know that's where i stand on all this i don't know what to do about it it's depressing comedian you have something you want to add no that's just it's the same way in school we're not taught about food or money i mean but then again we are kind of taught about no we're not taught about politics either nope Um, not even basics, like basic civics. I think we talked about that on another episode. Yes, I mean, well, it's where you went to school, though. Right. Yeah, well, had, and I again, had, I had a government class uh, when I was. As in, did I. But, yeah, yeah, we all probably took health while we were in high school too. Yeah. Um, and so it depends on your state too. Certain states require that. So. Right. Yeah, but it's. I mean, I think it comes down to education. The same way, like some school, like I feel like even colleges that force students to take some sort of physical education or take some kind of physical education class before they um before they graduated uh those schools get a lot of uh backlash um because then their students are saying this just mm-hmm. has nothing to do with that even though there are probably many things proven that how you eat and exercise affects your brain it's, it's, yeah. i think it's more effective than out than calculus i mean don't get me wrong I, I think calculus is a cool class but i think physical uh activity and health is something that you can use regardless through your whole life that has more well, value long term well, well, yeah, learning how that's credit beneficial. Work and things of that nature too are beneficial and you would think that they would put a class like that in colleges especially where these credit card companies are targeting them but they don't. The same way you'll go to a college campus and you'll see all kinds of Papa John's and Five Guys and things of that nature. Um, you know, health and financial wellness and knowing politics and how the government works and those things that truly affect our everyday 
as opposed to learning, like you said, calculus or physics or chemistry that mm -hmm. doesn't. Well, there's a, I think there's a base, there's a core curriculum there should, that should be in place, right? Mm -hmm. Which includes things that everyone needs to know. Yes. And then you have things, I mean, not to say, you know, certain people, yes, calculus is important to what they want to be and what they're interested yeah. in, and physics right. as well. But I'm going to go out on the limb and say most of the, the majority of the population, okay? Okay. So, again, this is something... It's so many issues here, you know, education obviously is chief among them. And this also gets to be the clash of, I don't want to be told what to do by anyone. Well, yeah, most people have that mentality. Don't tell right. Me. I'm, I'm, I'm go to a different school. I mean, look, now, if you go into college, you ain't got to go there. If they have a requirement, go somewhere else. Right. But, yeah, you don't look, oh. look, I'm telling you, y'all need this. <laughs> Y'all out here, you don't know what's, you don't have an inkling of what's going on. I don't know, I just, I don't think that it's something that people find important. And because of that, you can't change, it's just, I don't want to say it's the same thing as racism, but it's just, people have their beliefs on racism and that's it, and for you to try to change that belief or logic, that's not going to happen. Um, and that's the same way about all of those things. That's my take yeah. on it, so as much as we report and I mean Chipotle had that outbreak um no one seemed to care someone I forgot what show I saw where people were um they were interviewing people about Chipotle and everybody was like well it's so good I'll still go there mm -hmm. well they, they yeah. did have a decrease in sales though yeah but they stopped well, yeah they shut down too so of course they're gonna have a decrease in sales but even after that fewer people came back now they're gonna start coming back more and more so a lot of people said a lot of people said that they want them to be open for a little while before they go back what is that going right. to prove? <laughs> well, well, but see, no, it, it, as long as it's not fresh and, I mean, this goes across the board with, with incidents and issues. I mean, you could think about terrorism and things like that, but once it's an immediacy thing, okay, once something happens immediately following, everyone's going to be on high alert about it. But as time goes, that erodes and people fall right back in to what they were doing before. So, yeah. Well, another thing, too, Brandy, as you pointed out, not to belabor the point, but, um, you know, a lot of times people don't have the time to cook. Just the society we live in, by the time you're finished doing everything that you're supposed to be doing as far as going to work and whatever it is, and God forbid you're trying to start a business on the side, in any way, shape, or form, the thought of coming home and preparing a nutritious meal, it is a challenge. Yeah. I hands down agree, and I'm going to wrap with saying that, and that's why it's so important that the people who are supposed to be helping us to, you know, helping us with that process and giving us, you know, food, you know, they're actually giving us cheese versus, you know, cheese and wood. Um, there's nothing nutritious about that. Um, yeah, they, oh yeah, fiber. <laughs> right. Business. Question across the board, everybody answered a question. No. Are you guys planning to be on the next, um, the next Titanic? The boat? I have no problem riding on the next Titanic. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I I have confidence that they have figured it out. Why? <laughs> the same way I have confidence they're not going to put wood in my cheese. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I, I would, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's the same thing as riding on any cruise ship. I've never been on a cruise ship before, so chances are I probably wouldn't go for reasons of thinking I might get seasick because I'm not sure if I do. I get sick in the back of an Uber um, car on a regular. So I can't imagine being in a cabin um, and not getting sick. That would be the only thing preventing me, and that and money. 
would be the only thing prevented me from going on the next Titanic. Chauncey. I already I answered it before you asked the question. No. All right, Chris. Are you kidding? <laughs> Chris, do you plan on being on the next Titanic? Why would I? Why would I attempt fate? Exactly. What is wrong with you all? Why would I troll the universe and get on exactly. a ship <laughs> that someone wants to be slick about and oh name it Titanic God. for marketing purposes? Yeah, it's not Titanic Two. The Titanic. Two. Okay, if I'm gonna get on a listen, if I'm gonna get on a boat, why not just choose something that is not named the Titanic and not modeled after it? Now they claim that they fixed the problems yeah. and it has, it has more lifeboats. Um, <laughs> let me ask this question before well, we wait go a minute. One more thing. Wait a minute, though. One more thing. In addition to having more lifeboats, it's not going to be on the same trip, so it's a different journey. Even better. <laughs> um, and let me ask this: um, Is there a certain percentage of what happened on the original Titanic um, considered to be operator error? I would guess. I, I, As in, the human yeah. element had something to do with that. Yeah, and they, they didn't see that giant iceberg. There we yeah. go. But um, now we know icebergs are big. Who's going to be manning the <laughs> Titanic 2? Well, a lot of people want to be the Titanic 2. No, I mean, who's going to be the, the crew? We still dealing with humans? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, then the problem remains, at least a percentage of it. Say that about anything. True. So why add to the burden by trolling the universe? And also, by the way, trolling the families, the, the, the families of the victims of the original Titanic. I mean, like, yeah, that's some true. of them have come out and they're not happy, but uh, other people are very happy. Brandy, that's right back to you. You're going to be on this, aren't you? You want to get on this boat. <laughs> Brandy, you trying to split a room with me? I'm more interested in the spaceship to Mars than I am the, the Titanic because like like you know like we say like it's a boat like I can get on any boat you know at the end of the day like at least the spaceship is interesting like to be like oh I've, I've never but been it's, on a a, it's a Titanic replica with improvements see yeah I mean I like I said I don't trust the people I would need my own like you know what do you call it a uh, scuba diving kit or something just to be safe the original Titanic had uh, 1,187 lifeboats and and now well that that was the capacity uh, how, many now the capacity, boat? how many people are on the boat before you I don't know and the, the capacity now of the lifeboats uh, will be 2,700 so that's more than double what it was before. Yeah, I don't know the total passengers. Can we not even get to, I mean, what's with the lifeboat thing? Look, it's like um, Tyler Durden says in uh, Fight Club, you know, exit door procedure at 30,000 feet, the illusion of safety. Okay, great, you have more lifeboats. Well, well look, you'll be safe. Oh, and just so you know, there were uh, 1,500 victims of the original Titanic, so they have more than 1,500 extra uh, lifeboat capacity. So What's the boat go. capacity then? Do we know that? That's my point. So if you only had X amount of lifeboats to begin with, y'all were planning for failure. Right, but this one doesn't. See, this one they have more than enough. They have more. They're going to be Just in case. Just in case yeah, you I mean, have to sit next well, to a fat person, see? Just so y'all know, um, me ending up on a lifeboat is a fail. 
Okay. <laughs> but again, it's a different. It's a different voyage. It's a different voyage. They're not going to tempt fate that way. Uh, this this new one will go from Jiangsu, I believe, in China, to Dubai. Yeah. So they know. Okay. They know Chinese people gonna hop on that. Yeah. Are they serving artisan cheeses on this boat? They might. They should. With rat meat. That would help. They should. Um, and and it was supposed to be ready right now this year, yeah. but they had they now the uh, Australian billionaire Clive Palmer, um, who's the brainchild. This is his brain, you know, brainchild. He says it'll be ready to uh, go on its voyage in 2018. Oh, I'm sure he'll have plenty of people. Cannot wait. Two yeah. more years, man. No experiences. This is one of those things people do to say they did it, I believe, right? There's a lot of things that people do to say they did it. To say they did it. Well, yeah, that's why I said one of those things. And, and hopefully, <laughs> you know, it won't, and hopefully it'll be more than one journey. We don't want it to end the way the original did. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is so morbid. You guys are horrible. They're the ones doing it. They are the ones. Yeah, they're morbid. They're making they money the, off of a... Yeah. We all saw the movie. Mass, mass disaster. <laughs> people. Oh my goodness. All right, guys. Well, that's enough. I mean, if anyone's interested, to, you know, 2018, get the ticket to Titanic 2. Hopefully, that, you know, if you don't get the first round, it's successful. You can get on, you know, one of the many voyages of the boat. We'll be selling um, them on the Zeitgeist website. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we want a kickback, okay? <laughs> Reach out to that dude. What we don't care about. I believe it was last week we reported um, that uh, the Supreme Court Justice uh, Scalia. 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 I always <laughs> it wrong. I always pronounce his name wrong. In my mind, I say Scalia, then I say Scalia because I think it's wrong. Yeah, and right now, his, his uh, whole funeral mass just ended as we mm-hmm. How long was it? Did it just end? Oh, it was long. You know, it's a it's a Catholic mass that that takes well, a while. I'm Catholic, but I mean, like, how long? Like a day or two days? Oh no, hours, hours. Oh, okay. The way you said it, I was like, what was it going on since Tuesday? <laughs> well, you know, because the, the news coverage was like 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Mm. So, you know, they get in there before and then the whole thing and they talk you through it and then after. So, you know, it takes some time. So, so, right. So he passed away and so now there's an open, there's an open seat on a Supreme Court justice. And, um, you know, people, people don't, people don't think Obama should, um, to the point of replacement. Republicans don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't think he should report a replacement. And I mean, like, we really don't. We really don't care. Like, there's way too much hoopla about about this. In my opinion, that's his job. The president nominates. Yeah, it's, it's his job. Fill vacancies. I mean, it's v- real simple. Now, y'all in the Senate do not have to approve that you advise and consent. Um, but he nominates. I mean, it's just basic stuff. I don't get the whole need to be like, oh, let's 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 go from jump and say whatever you do, we're not gonna approve before even like looking at the perspective. Well, it's because this is a political year. We have the presidential election coming up, along with uh, congressional seats, especially in the Senate, that are gonna be up for grabs come November. Now, that was probably a fail by Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell in telegraphing that instead of just doing it. Because Democrats did uh, try to filibuster um, 
when it was uh, Alito, when he was nominated, including Obama, including Hillary, Chuck Schumer, and others. Um, but it didn't work, and they didn't telegraph it. So, you know, that's my point to them. That's why I don't really care, because they just stupid in their tactics. And, and this whole claim that, oh, since we have an election coming up in November, let's let the American people decide. They did decide. You vote for a president for four years. They did decide. I don't care who the president is. Those are the consequences. If you vote for somebody in the presidency of this country, it's for four years, not for three. All right, I'm done. <laughs> that well, had to be your shortest yeah. rent ever. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to keep it short. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to follow what y'all want from the guy to college. Keep it real short. <laughs> Wild card jumping here. I know you uh, have yeah. something. Um, as far as just to clarify, what we don't care about is the Republican uh, desire to not let the process go forward. That's what yes, we do not thank care you. about. Exactly. What I did want to say about the Supreme Court is this is a a big deal. Um, Huge. Yeah, as far as some of the things that are even on the docket right now, we have a lot some abortion issues, right, and, and things like that. It's some big deals. There's an affirmative action uh, case on the docket, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of things here that I don't want to trivialize it and say we don't care about the Supreme Court. No, yeah, no. we don't care about the right. Republican. We don't care about the Republican response. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's an election year. Right. Wait, that's some right. nonsense. Yeah, because this is for them. This is huge. They're in trouble here. Yeah. Right. So they don't want Obama. Again, you know, let's just focus this. Okay. Their claim or their, um, like you said, analysts, this idea that, you know, they're not even going to allow an appointment to vet and then vote on. Okay. I, I don't have a word to describe that. And I mean, stupidity isn't good enough. Right, because they okay. said, uh, don't even bother nominating. That's his right. job. Yeah, that is his job. <laughs> right. Period. End of discussion. And there's historical precedent all over the place for this. Yeah. Okay. Um, and again, I want to get to a filibuster thing. Okay. That's still part of the process. Yes. A filibuster exists. So I don't want to hear that either. All right, fine. Well, then let them appoint it and, and filibuster it. Okay. Y'all got the Senate. Right, and then you pay the political consequences for that. Right. You, yeah, the Democrats did it before. They paid whatever consequences there were. Right. None. That's they part of the none. process. Yeah. Again, what, what is it? It's three-fifths to, to, okay, dismantle the filibuster, right? There, yeah, the, you have 60, 60, 60 votes. Percent, right, this is part of the process, okay? So just for people who want to say, oh, well, you know, Obama and, and the Democrats filibuster, yeah, they did, but still in comparison to we're not even going to hear this. Yeah. Okay, and for people who are so, you know, uh, who are uh, so constitutionally strict, inclined, constitutionally yes. strict, right? Oh, yes. well, look at the Constitution. Look at the Constitution. Exactly. Okay. And now they go see that, and that's another difference. I'm glad you brought it up, Wild yeah. Card. Between the Democrats doing this, they're not all strict in, in, in interpretations right. of the of the Constitution. Well, if y'all about that, then uh, Obama needs to nominate, and you need to advise right. the consent, and then we need to move on uh, to other things. Because, yes, the importance of this is not just because there is a Supreme Court vacancy. It's also because of whose vacancy right. is being left. Scalia is is the swing vote a lot of times in those five, four decisions going to the conservative side. Right. Um, and now, if you look that up, you'll see that if you don't know about his 
voting record. Uh, plus, you know, regardless of what you think, everyone believes he was uh, a great uh, mind when it comes to legal issues. Now, I don't agree with uh, strictly interpreting the Constitution because I'm not going to be beholden by what some old white dude said uh, hundreds of years ago. Yeah, sorry, because they don't think I mean, so that kind of stuff, I start going, well, who are you talking to, Clarence Thomas? So, you know, <laughs> that kind of stuff comes in there. But yeah, I mean, all y'all just sit down and go do your jobs. I don't want to hear no more. Uh, just continue being obstructionist like you've yeah. been. What's the, I mean, just, you know, what is the deal here? Yeah. Ayanna, so, do you feel safe in this country with all of this stuff going on? Did you just ask me if I felt safe? <laughs> yes, I did. Do you feel I, safe? I mean, <laughs> I, I, not what you asking me if I feel safe. You can't feel safe after somebody asks, do you feel safe? Well, well, of you course you missing can. something. Yeah, it's like, am I missing something? When Gandalf comes in and says to Frodo in Lord of the Rings, is it secret, is it safe? The answer can be yes. Let me ask you this then. Do you oh. think that, that, they, that Obama will be able to get a nominee through the Senate. What do you think about that one? No. <laughs> I think if they're smart, they would, like you just, like everybody just said, if they were smart, they would not have brought that up. They would have just done what they were supposed to do. I mean, who says this is what I'm going to do? And it does it. I see somebody yeah. raising an opinion. Uh, I didn't want to say to that point, mm -hmm. by them holding out and yes. trying to buy time, there's also risk for them in doing that. Because if they could a, if a Democrat is winning right, the White House, they yeah. could end up with a Democratic president, and then there's some question as to the makeup of the Senate as well. Exactly. So it could get worse for them. The yes. Game they're playing. So I just wanted to throw that out. Based yeah. On what because were, Obama uh, could nominate see. someone who uh, is moderate. Right. And if he does that, and then they don't get the person through, then they they really may face some consequences. Who knows? I don't know in this country. What's next? Let's go to my favorite topic. The Tom Fool of the Week. I remember growing up and the Pope coming to visit in a Pope mobile. The man <laughs> used to ride around in this little like golf cart with a with flexi plexiglass around it. I'm assuming it was probably like bulletproof or something. Yes. He just I don't have any of these yeah. memories at all. This memory that you just traded, I'm like, what childhood did you have? <laughs> yeah, and, and the Pope just had the glass up to keep the gnats away. It wasn't for anything else. And so, I, I knew Pope, you know, Pope Francis. Everybody loves Pope Francis. He's, uh, you know, he likes to get out there. He's all for the people. He, he's doing things a little different. He recently uh, visited Mexico, and he was out of the Pope Mobile, the traditional Pope Mobile, and was just walking around. And somebody was so excited to see him, and uh, they pulled the man down. Um, pulled him down. He had to be rebalanced by security, and. Um, that guy who was overjoyed by Pope Francis's presence in Mexico is this week's Tom Fool. Shut up and sit down. Do we know if it's a guy or a girl? Do you know that it's a guy that did it? No, but he caught himself with somebody in a wheelchair. Yes. So see what happened. Uh, Pope Francis was shaking the hands and blessing the people, 
Uh, in front of him was a young man in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. So he reached over to someone behind that young man, shook the hand, but the person wouldn't let go of Pope Francis's hand. So Pope That's Francis lost his balance and fell on the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> and when he, look, when he righted himself, there were no blessings coming out of his mouth. Oh. I mean, Pope, Pope Francis now was giving him some choice words. Look, let me tell you something. And remember, everybody in the Bible, Jesus had to overturn some of them tables when he the tax collectors out yeah. in front of the, the church. So Pope Francis knows his Bible. He was like, look, I, look now. <laughs> so if, if you need, we have a link in, in our show notes. If you want to see the video, if you haven't already, of Pope Francis throwing the gauntlet down on people who don't want to let go of his clammy hands. <laughs> you know, this reminds me of that time I met Ludacris and I wouldn't let go of his leg. What? Wait a minute. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, you gotta talk a little more about that. That's a little crazy. So is, that what you got, is that when he got moved, get out the way? Okay, you know what? <laughs> I was 18 years old. What's it was up? my 18th birthday. He was at Dream Nightclub, which is probably now Love, in Washington, D.C. Me and my girls went. I had on a pink tube top dress, and my hair was all crinkly. <laughs> Cause I was gonna go see Ludacris, and he was gonna spot me in the crowd, and we would be married by now, and I'd have my own oh. show. Clearly, the heart all went down. But I was in the front row because I somehow maneuvered to get myself into the room before they let everybody else, because I was smiling at the security guard. I got in there, I was in the front, and they came on stage, and you know, I did my ah, and he grabbed my hand, and then I grabbed his pants leg, and he smiled at me, so I thought that was his way of saying, don't let go, so I didn't. Um, <laughs> And then the security came and like pushed me, but you know that's not here nor there. But it just they just pushed you. <laughs> I talked like the Pope. There was, you know, and I thought my my bearing. So was it you out there holding the Pope's hand? It was not me. <laughs> it was not me. But I mean, I understand. Like I wanted his blessings. He was not done with his blessings. He felt shortchanged. Well, now he's gonna get a curse. He better go to confessional. Mm -hmm. You go ahead to say three Hail Marys and do whatever else, spin around three times. Well, if you commit your sin in front of the Pope, uh -huh. then double his confession. No. <laughs> you know, I'm you commit, no that's like committing your sin in front of God, according to Catholics. Well, we'd have to. My church, when I was uh, when I moved to Maryland, we'd have to actually go in front of the priest. Like usually, you had to go behind a little mesh screen, right? Yeah, and talk to them there. So it was supposed to be like anonymous. Or like the movies. We, yes, we would actually have to go and sit in a room with just a priest, face to face. Oh, now you know you're not getting, you're not getting all of my sins at that point, sir. Oh, the, the, see, see, that's know. another form of sharing the priest's love. Having you there face to face, they don't want they don't want the barriers. Can I express my disappointment for it going down like that, not like it goes down in the movies? What what I just described to you? Yeah, I thought it was you know I thought you had like the the little cabin or whatever you want to call it. No, I mean there's some. But yeah, professionals. Like, okay, yeah, they would make us sit in a room. That's the you cabin know. is bad. Cabin the is cabin. Bad. <laughs> bad. I'm sorry, y'all. That is a bad word to use. <laughs> That's it. It was the worst. It was the absolute worst. You'd sit there, bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been three weeks since my last confession. You know my last confession. We were here last week. Because when you're in private school, that's what you're doing. Yeah, but it's just the room. It's not like, you know, I watch Ray Donovan, and Ray Donovan goes into the the, the booth. The booth. <laughs> and, 
professional. Is, you know, <laughs> professional, that's what it's called. And, and you know, there's a barrier, and he's, you know. There is, and the there's a barrier. Or they open up the slot, you know. Right. Like, you yeah. know, that's my idea of it. Now I just, yeah. you know, it's in a, the second Well, no, they the still have those. But it's just, there's some places that they force you. I don't know if that was us because we were 11 years old and they wanted to, I don't know. Maybe someone stole from the offering and they were trying to figure out who it was that way. I have no clue. But it was it was very uncomfortable. My ideas are shattered. Huh? I mean, you can go and get in confession. I like our movies to be as authentic as possible. There's a you know, maybe, you maybe it was Donald Trump who was there pulling the Pope down. Now, there you go. Be the Donald. Oh, my goodness. The end. I think that is the end. Of this week's episode of the Zeitgeist. Woo! Come on, guys. Let me come on, guys. The way you are being Woo! lethargic. I think that is it. Yeah. I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> Brad. Yeah, I get no support from my team. Brady, you know they already turned off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let me give a shout out to my man Carl, who who was involved in the Tom Fool last week. Hope my man Carl's doing all right. Hope his dental situation is clean and stuff. Up. <laughs> what up, Carl? We should do a Tom Fool follow up. Remember, like, dude, um, who well, like, he took his picture, he sent the updated mugshot in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> see, a few on the loose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see what he's doing. Carl. Oh, look at old Carl. Where are they now? Yes, we gotta do a Where Are They Now Tom Fool episode. We got that in the works, guys. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out. Um, So, yeah. That's it for this week's episode of The Zeitgeist. Thanks again for joining us and um, sticking with our fun insanity. Um, this is the longest wait. No, come on. Come on. Support me. If you can't wait... <laughs> <laughs> Guys can always check us out at dailydynamic.com or on social media at Dynamic Daily. Until then, see you guys next week. I don't get support from the people here, but I hope you guys. I support you. I support you. Especially since she reshuffled the introductions. Oh, okay. Yeah. Moderator, I'm with you. (laughs) All right, guys. Until next week, take care. We're out. Listen to the Zeitgeist every Sunday at DailyDynamic.com.